welcome to Unsigned 518. I am here with Melanie and Rich of Cersei. How's it going? Hello! <laughs> it's great. Things are going awesome. So, um, and I guess I'll, I'll, I'll give away the secret right away, is that you're not actually in the room here with me. You are where? <laughs> we are in Charleston, South Carolina today. We are. Yeah. And it you, is the... No, go ahead. It is the city where Rich proposed to me, oh. and he reenacted it today, I Andy. Did. No way. That is fantastic. <laughs> and so you've been gone for a while, right? You've been on tour for for a minute, right? Uh, well, we were home. We were, well, in 2023, we only slept in our own bed 103 nights. Wow. Crazy. The rest the year we were on the road <laughs> but we were we were home for uh the first two and a half weeks of january uh just to kind of regroup and then and we got to play left. a show at cafe lena yeah oh right, um, right, right, right. as you remember took off and um and we won't be home again until march and and, and is there anything that you're gonna do in march we, we are <laughs> you like we that have, yeah. you have. we totally have a show on <laughs> we have a show on Saturday, March 9th at the Linda, and uh, the amazing Katie Gallagher will be opening the show. We've been trying to do a show together for a while, so we're really excited to have her with us. Um, probably going to do a duet with her at some point in the night. We'll have some brand new songs that we've not yet released uh, that we will play live at the show, and they're going to record the whole thing. Um, so we're hoping for a lot of folks to come out. Awesome. Yeah. And tickets for that. Yeah. Tickets for that are on, uh, if you go to our website, Cersei.com, S-I-R-S-Y, click on the tour dates. There's a link for tickets. There's a link in our link tree. If you go on our Instagram, um, the links in the bio. Um, and also of course on the Linda's website as well. Um, W-E-X-T is presenting the show as well. So shout out to them. Yeah, always shout out to them. Love them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I do want to kind of, you know, we I want to get into, uh, I guess, just you know, like a normal episode, we will go into kind of the history of the band and and how it it led up to today. But I, I want to go back to how we personally crossed paths twenty one years ago at this point. Yeah, it's which crazy. is crazy to think of. Yeah, because um, I was the MC of the Ruby CD release party at yes. what was then Northern Lights, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. And and the date is very memorable because it was 518. It, it was. was and we did 18, it on purpose. 2005. 2005 yeah. was 2005. the CD release party where right, so there's never years had ago. been a better MC in the history. <laughs> I remember whipping the t-shirts out into the into the crowd and everything and like it was cool because it was my first uh, backstage experience where I yeah. was like oh I could just like go hang out backstage all right cool 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 yeah 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 we like to uh, we really like to party backstage too there's often some like uh, a veggie tray yeah oh yeah maybe there, maybe get... some ranch dip if you're feeling crazy. <laughs> It was just like a, a light bulb flickering, swinging on a rope. <laughs> a couple of creepy guys in the corner. 
but yeah, you know, I I, I dug it. <laughs> but uh, I, I still, and somewhere in the room where I am at, I still have the signed CD from. from yeah, the that's right. awesome. That's really beautiful. That yeah. makes my heart happy. It's it's in yeah. with my. Uh, I've got a couple of things where I uh, where I, my safekeeping things, you know, <laughs> like Aww. this stays here. Uh, but yeah, so we go back to 2005 and we go back yeah and then then here we are and like you know it's funny because a lot of people think i just like appeared out of nowhere but i'm like no 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 like i've got like a couple decades of doing stuff like this i swear i just took a very long break (laughs) you know yeah um so you're on tour now you're coming back in march and then you've got the show with katie um Uh, March 9th is March the show. 9th. Yeah. Yeah. And is there anything else uh, big coming up? Well, we're uh, after we're, we're home for just like maybe two weeks. Yeah. Um, maybe not even, not even <laughs> two weeks. Wow. So we'll do the show with the Linda and then a couple shows out um, Western New York, Syracuse area in um, Rochester area. And then we hit the road again for like three months. It's 95 days, I think. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, we go out to the West Coast again and come back. And in um, in between tour dates, we've been feverishly working on writing some new songs. So, um, yeah, we should. <laughs> Where do you have find a... the time for that? <laughs> yeah, it's difficult. It really is. We just um, we just toured with Adam Mesra Group uh, at the end of the year. And we thought we worked hard, man, until we toured with those guys. And he was like, we're, we're playing five shows together. At the end of the week, we're going to debut a live song together that we've written this week. Oh, <laughs> and wow. we were like, what? <laughs> and we did. And we did. So we are inspired by his work ethic. Like, he just got up early. We got up early every day. We got together in a hotel room, worked on writing. And then we would hit the road and go to soundcheck. So we're just trying to do that ourselves as much as possible and write some new stuff. Mm-hmm. So... That is amazing. So I want to um, go back to, you know, because obviously Cersei, when I emceed the uh, the Ruby release party in 2005, was a, a, certainly a different band than it is yeah. now. So I want to, yeah. I guess, kind of go into um, the story of that. And we could actually, if you want to play a song first, we could play a song and then uh, come back and kind of do the, the Cersei origin story. Sure, sure. Um, so you had sent me four songs to choose from, yeah, and and I believe I get the choice, don't I? You do. You get to choose the two that you want to play. <laughs> I've, I already chose them. Like I, you know, I was familiar with all all of it, so I'm like, oh, I, I I know these, I know these, and then I was like, hmm, the choice. I don't know, but I made it this afternoon after a couple okay. listens. So uh, first one I, I would like to hear is Astronauts. Okay, and I remember obviously the. Not only the video coming out, but like the the making of the video and the anticipation yeah. of the release of the video. Like it was a, a very exciting time. So the, it's uh, apropos that we play Astronauts. It's my favorite video we've ever done and one of my favorite songs. Yeah, me too. So I'm glad you chose it. Awesome. So we'll listen to Astronauts, Cersei, and then we'll be right back. Summer nights behind. Oh, 
So that was astronauts, Cersei. And, you know, obviously where you are now, you've made a huge name for yourself, not only in the 518, but, I mean, across the country. Yeah. So I guess let's go, you know, tell the story however you want of how that came to be. You know, you're doing everything DIY. Yeah, I mean, Rich and I um, played our first show at Cersei in the year 2000, which is insane to us wow. because it's 24 years that we have been playing together. Um, and we 
we played our first shows as an acoustic duo. So no drums, no amps, just acoustic guitar. Rich played acoustic guitar. I sang and um, I played some percussion. And, and that's how we played our first bunch of shows. And we decided we wanted to play them more with a full arrangement. And so we worked with a whole bunch of different people, kind of a revolving door of guitarists because Rich was really a bass player at heart. Mm-hmm. Um, so we worked with a whole bunch of different guitar players and drummers for a couple of years. And it's just really hard to find two people as crazy as we are <laughs> and who want to have no life and just play all the time and tour and do this. Um, so we went back to the two-piece idea after a couple of years, but decided to play all the instruments of the four-piece ourselves. Um, and that's kind of the concept. And we would have never done it had we not had so many personnel changeovers, but it ended up being the best thing ever because it's, um, it's super fun to play this way and it's unique. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, after playing like as the two person electric band for a couple of years, we actually got signed to a small indie label uh, based on the West Coast, which was a very different experience from all the DIY stuff we had been doing for a bunch of years. And uh, we were in that deal for a couple of years and we made some very good connections with producers and, and some other folks uh, that kind of helped us along the path. At the end of the day, it wasn't necessarily the best fit for us. We kind of enjoy the DIY. DIY right, right, right. You know, yeah. you know, making, I mean, we have a song called Revolution, and one of the lines is make your own revolution. And we kind of always enjoyed that aspect of our, yeah. you know, steering the ship. Um, apparently, we're both control freaks. So, <laughs> uh, you know, we liberated ourselves from that, which was also a, a learning experience. And, uh, you know, and then we just keep trucking on. I mean, we've just been touring nonstop, except, you know, during the pandemic, obviously. For so long, I, I I don't know any other way of life. <laughs> I mean, we had this really amazing community of people that supports us, and like you said, we have when we we played in every state except for Alaska, um, Hawaii. You know, was we were there and we rented a guitar from a music store and played a song and recorded it and put a video up on YouTube. So we're we're so count- we're official. counting it. Um, in the continental United States, we we play in all the states and we have. Um, this wonderful community of of people that supports us everywhere we go. And, um, you know, we're certainly not famous, but we kind of love the way that it is because we basically have like pockets of family all over the country and we really get to interact with our fans and um, and form real connections. Like, you know, people always ask, you know, what do you want out of your career? Like, what's the goal? And, I think, you know, for us, it was never to play stadiums and be famous. I mean, obviously, it would be nice to not to, not have to be as concerned with the business aspect <laughs> right, of it. Right. But, you know, I mean, we always just wanted to create music so we could, you know, create connections with people and, uh, you know. And I, move people. Yeah. And we see it firsthand with yeah. our fans. It's and, very cool. And it's really a kind of a beautiful thing. We so. had a group, uh, 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 
of friends who are in a band in uh, Seattle or north of Seattle area. And they just recently covered us our song, Hell No. And they sent us a video of them at rehearsal playing it. It's just like such a cool, I don't know, it's just a cool thing, yeah. you know? Uh, this, you know, group of people across the country were motivated enough and liked the song enough that they covered it. That's like so flattering as a songwriter. Yeah. You know? And like for that, for people that live all over the country, like it's a, a an event when you come through town, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, not that you're taken for granted in, in your local area because you're certainly no, not, but like, but to like go someplace where people have been looking forward to it for months, you know, and like they're excited for you to be there. That's got to be, such a such a trip to be like you know thousands of it miles is. from home and people are like yeah they're here <laughs> it's a really um it's a really lucky life and we feel really glad that we get to travel together you know as a, as as a couple because you know even though we're away from home for months and months home is kind of with us because we're together right, so right. um it's really cool we're lucky yeah, yeah. And how, like, just, like, out of curiosity, like, how far in advance do you plan tours? You know, because that whole idea to me, like, to juggle it yourself and to, like, plan everything and, like, plan the stops and the logistics that go behind everything just, like, blows my mind. So, like, how do you, like, how do you manage that? Well, I have at least 10 panic attacks when I'm planning. Oh, okay. Well, perfect then. You know, (laughs) because I've had two since we started talking about it. (laughs) Yeah. I I know Melanie at one point said to me, like, you know, we tried to book as far as in advance as possible, but, like, a lot of clubs don't do that. Some clubs do. um, But I... uh, I know a couple of times when we left for these three month runs, Melanie has said to me, this tour is so long. The end of it's not even booked yet. Yeah. I don't even know where we're going to be. Yeah. Oh, wow. you know? uh, yeah. I mean, I, it's usually, I try usually to stay six, six months ahead. You know, okay. I try usually to stay around six months ahead. And sometimes I can't go further than that because there are some, you know, some of the music centric venues where there are ticket sales involved and things like that they don't want to book further ahead than that and so and those are a lot of our anchor dates in certain markets and so we have to kind of plan around that um and i mean that is that something that you just like work into your schedule knowing that like there's going to be some high anxiety days of like unknowns yes yes and then and then sometimes you know if we if we don't book a show, you know, one thing the pandemic taught us is that we can do a live stream and we have this wonderful live stream community that will join us and they love not only connecting with us, but with each other. Um, and so it's never like a drag when we have to do a live stream. It's always kind of a little bonus. Right. So I really love the uh, pandemic live streams, by the way. Like, yeah, thank <laughs> those, you. those were all fantastic. <laughs> we definitely nerded out for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's why I love them. Yeah, so there's that. There's also, um, you know, we do a lot of house concerts for people. Um, so, you know, sometimes we'll be on the road and uh, we'll be coming through a town on a Tuesday or something and a, a big fan will say, I want to host you at the house and we'll do like an acoustic thing in their living room and we'll sell tickets. And um, it's really usually a really special experience because there's like 30 people in their living room and we all get to spend time together and it's really unique. And 
And so that's it's, it's cool always, to be like DIY enough where you can just be like, yeah, that sounds rad. I'll come to you, you know, because if yeah. you were under the ties of a record label, they'd be like, mm, I don't think so. Insurance says that, bruh, 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 you know, like, yeah, so yeah. like that's really cool. Our record label said no to a lot of things that we thought was uh, not a great plan. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So um, I guess at this point, you know, I, I don't want to keep you too long, but uh I wanted to play another Cersei song, and okay. this time I, I want to do Brave and Kind, which is one of my favorite Cersei songs, but I, you yeah. know, I, I was listening to it, and I'm like, I don't know if I've heard the acoustic version before. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, I feel ashamed that I hadn't heard it before, but well, um, I've already listened to it a couple times today, and that's, I think, going to be my choice for uh, the second side. Where, where was this recorded? Did you get just do it yourself? We recorded it in our basement studio, but we had this amazing guy named Paul Q. Coldery uh, mix it. He's produced and mixed uh, our last bunch of recordings. Um, and uh, we actually met him through the label. So he was one of the, the plus plus sides <laughs> of that. Yeah, uh, it's an amazing version. Thank you. Thank you. We, you know, when we, when we perform the song live, we stopped doing the full instrumentation because this song is all about the lyrics and it's all about the connection with the crowd and the story of the song. And um, so for us, we feel like that's, it's so intimate that we want it to be just stripped down and intimate when we do it live. So we wanted to release a recording of it that way too. Well, it's perfect. Yeah. So uh, let's listen to Brave and Kind Acoustic from Cersei, and then we'll be right back to wrap it up with Melanie and Rich. One for strength and two for joy and three better days and all that I counted on seems so far away so so here I stand on foreign ground trying not to sway Everything 
so that was brave and kind acoustic Cersei. So, uh, Melanie, Rich, I want to thank you so much for taking time um, out of your not only busy schedule, but, you know, you're several states away. So uh, really cool that you took your time to do this. And before we go, I want to give you the chance to say what I call your gratitude. So uh, go ahead. Well, I want to say thank you for taking the time to do the interview, first of all. And, uh, oh, my God, there's so many things to be grateful for. Yeah, I'd, like uh, to, I'd like to thank myself for being there <laughs> when I needed myself the most. I would say, you know, you played that song, Brave and Kind, and um, uh, a lot of people know the story behind that. But Rich and I wrote that the first time I was diagnosed with cancer. And uh, so I'm always very, very thankful just for every day that I get to um, be alive and play music and connect with people. Um, I'm very grateful for that. And I'm very grateful for all the people that tell me their stories at the shows and come to the shows and let our music into their lives. Um, we have so many wonderful friends that help us um, sell merchandise and uh, roadie our gear and, our friend Chet, who builds our website for us, <laughs> and we pay him in beer. And uh, my mom, who is like every local show in the front row and always cheering us on, and my dad, who would be if he could be. And uh, I don't know, how about you? Grateful for anything else? Anything else? Oh, you well, you, up? of course. <laughs> of course, you. <laughs> Your husbands. <laughs> I, I am thankful for all those same things as, as Mel, uh, you know, obviously. And I, I am thankful so much for Mel, because I can't imagine this would be my life musically if it, yeah. if it weren't for Mel. I wouldn't have the guts if yeah. it wasn't for you. So. Well, love you too. It was uh, super nice to talk to you again. Have uh, a safe time on the road. That is Cersei. I am Andy Scullin. This is Unsigned 518, and I'll see you on the road. Unsigned 518 is produced and hosted by me, Andy Scullin. New episodes are available every week wherever you stream podcasts. If you'd like to help support the show, please like and subscribe wherever you are listening. Or you could buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash unsigned518. If you would like to advertise on the show, send me an email at unsigned518 at gmail.com. And to be a guest on the show, reach out to me through Instagram at unsigned518. Take care of one another, and I'll see you next week.